1: Welcome! This is NewTaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We're not experts or gatekeepers, we are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter, at NewTakuCast. Or email us questions and requests at NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. My name's Jim. My name's Frank. Frank, you had a weekend this weekend, right?
0: I did have a weekend this weekend. I went to PAX, Penny Mm -hmm. Arcade Expo in Philadelphia.
1: Is that what that means?
0: Uh, Yes, I think so, yeah.
1: Okay, well, I don't know anything about PAX, and I'm sure there's people out there that don't know about PAX, so why don't you explain it to us dummies?
0: Sure. So Penny Arcade is a very long-running web series. I would say it's probably the— I mean, it has to be one of the most popular ones. It started, I think, in early 2000s, and those guys, Mike and Jerry, got popular enough where they started doing conventions um, I think they do three or four in total cause they've even taken it international. Now the Philadelphia one specifically is about board games. Whereas some of the ah. other ones, yes, yeah, some of the other ones, like I think there's one in their home state of Seattle. That's more about like video games. So they get a bunch of like indie publishers and stuff like that. So each one kind of has its own special thing. But the Philadelphia one is the only one that's board games and it's pretty much the biggest board game kind of convention in the world.
1: Do you have any board games?
0: Uh, Yes. Personally? I I do own board games. I do a little side business with board games as well. What, selling them? Selling them, yes. Did you not know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, I'm not a very good salesman. (laughs) No, I do. I um, sell houses and I sell
1: board games, but I, I, I'm not very good at selling. I'm not
0: that. very good at selling things to people. Um, yeah, I have a couple. The thing with board games is I've always been into them and I've always collected them, mm-hmm. but I've never really had people that were interested in playing them because it's like a hard thing. You either know people who are into it. It's like D&D. Right. Or you don't. And then that's it. So this is kind of cool because of the convention. You know, you get to kind of meet people that are like-minded and you know get to
1: see some cool games, usually
0: before they even come out
1: nice i own two new board games that i've never touched what are they i have the new re-release of dune okay and i have i don't remember Wait, you other. said dune dune that just came out
0: yeah wow i man. was on
1: pre-order for that oh okay yeah you're but i have nobody to play with
0: finger on the pulse
1: well you're looking at them yeah all right there you go What's The two of us are gonna fight for the spice yeah It's only two player game. i thought it was like three at least three
0: i think most games nowadays they usually have it where it's like yeah, it'll be like two to six, right. and then the two-player option is it's usually like, not great. The Dude, there's some games now that they have solo modes, so okay. you can just play by yourself. So, but yeah, Dune, I feel like is probably better if you have a couple people.
1: I have a wild ass game called Dungeon Degenerates. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, I have no. You're basically walking around this like poisoned landscape, and I was thinking like Risk. Almost. have you played like it? Candyland? No, I have nobody to play with. Yeah, and uh, and the instruction book is like it's a novel. Yeah, that's I started a, reading through and I was like, there's only the only way you can learn to play this game is to play it over and over again. Yeah.
0: That's a common thing with like board games in general, is like the running joke is almost you acquire board games and then just never play them. Yeah, it's, like, it's I have it's a,
1: a shame because they're not cheap. They're like fifty to sixty nah, bucks a pack. I have
0: a Battlestar Galactica one that I think was like ninety at the time I bought it and literally never played it. Yeah. And it looks cool. I've seen videos of it, but yeah, it's another thing. Because not only do you have to sell people on the fact that it's a board game, which a lot of people are initially against, mm-hmm. but then sometimes like dune or battlestar you're gonna be like yeah man it's dune and they're like i don't want to play what's, that what's, what's dune, dune? <laughs> you're like well it's really cool you gotta get the spice
1: man man you gotta get the spice you gotta conquer arrakis man water
0: <laughs> and then they're just like yeah man can we just play like sorry or something and you're like oh, okay. okay can we
1: play yeah. what's the game with the cards what's, cards against humanity yeah
0: cards against humanity that's yeah that's the.
1: Uh, i always loved a good meme sorry for you cards against humanity fans out there i'm about to burn you uh Cries Against Humanity is for uh, friends of people that aren't funny. (laughs) Wow. They can't come up with their own <laughs> jokes. I was like, oh, that is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Although nah. I played that game and I had a good time. We just laughed our asses off. Not for me. I'm a big Yahtzee guy. Oh, I love Yahtzee. That's great.
0: So that's a whole other thing, too. They have this uh, genre called Battle Yahtzee, which basically just takes the mechanics of Yahtzee and then spices it up. Like there's this one called uh, Dungeon Throne or something like that, Dice Throne, and you have characters. And so when you roll, obviously the goal is always to get Yahtzee, but right. when you have like a small straight large straight or something, thing they have special abilities and you like attack each other mm-hmm.
1: battle yahtzee cool it's very cool I'm a big, i was a big othello player okay in college yeah. i was the dorm othello champ oh we used to get together drink beers and play othello and people would come in from other rooms to play me you know you played until you lost sure yeah so,
0: and then until you i would lost. get drunk and then
1: i would yeah. lose and everybody's like jim must be drunk yeah <laughs> It's just that's slay a Othello. Well and it's kind of funny because it ties in anime because they play a lot of Othello. That's what I was
0: going to say. It's not, th- that's not surprising. If you were like, what's that one game? Mancala?
1: No, Mancala? I would have been like, the, oh, uh, really? it's the African one, right? Yeah, with, with the, the stones. stones and yeah. you
0: move them around, and you're like, I'm disgusting at Mancala. I would have been like, wow, all right, cool.
1: <laughs> Chinese checkers, man. You can't yeah. that's not a thing anymore, right?
0: I don't know. I don't know
1: if that's. That was something when I was a kid. Yeah, but My the grandma. star. Yeah, with the and star. it's like
0: almost looks like a pentagram.
1: Because it's usually in a circle, too. I think too. it's a... Uh, he- uh, was it a hexagram? I think it's six. Oh, okay. That's Hex, right? Is it six? Yeah, yeah. Six. All right. Hex, even spookier. Like Ooh. Jonah Hex, who's now a zombie. Ooh. Who is now a zombie. We la- listened to last week's episode if you want to know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> How was your weekend? Enough oh, about me. Oh,
1: man. You know, I carried so much stuff, man. My back is killing me. I was walking across the wasteland in the United States as Norman Reedus. Ah. I'm still... I haven't moved the story along at all. No. I'm just... I built roads. I'm still in chapter three.
0: Are you just doing like side missions? Or yes, it's what happens around? to me in these open oh, okay. worlds,
1: man. I get like, oh man, I got to really build up this road or I got to get, make sure all the people, like, cause one of the mechanics is that you go to these little outposts and you mm-hmm. get them up to five stars liking you. Oh, okay. Cause you get likes for performing right. missions and the quality of the mission you do. So I'm like, now I'm like, all right, well let me get all these guys to five stars. Before oh I move on.
0: man, you're one of those players. Uh, I don't of know how you do it.
1: <laughs> I, I am like, well, what am I even doing?
0: And then what eventually what happens is you burn yourself out by doing these side missions and then I you never do anything forward. else. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I didn't even beat that game, but I played like 40 hours of it. Right. Cause I just spent side missions trying to get five
1: stars. I guess once you finish the main storyline, you can go back and do all that stuff. There Maybe I should go. do it like Skyrim so and just blow through forward. the storyline. <laughs> I'm still scared of the BTs. I don't want to run into any.
0: Are you having fun though? It, oh yeah.
1: yeah. I have fun just like, sitting and like scrolling through the map and like looking through well, like when you look in the backgrounds and everything it looks so cool yeah it's a cool world that's cool sad news what's the sad news to someone who hates uh the muppets maybe it's not so much carol spinney died the guy who played um big bird and oscar the grouch yeah i saw that was it affect you?
0: uh it affected me in no way at all no it didn't really affect no, me it either. it's a shame <laughs> it is i a mean shame.
1: he was an older gentleman
0: yeah he was 84 yeah his mid-80s okay yeah so i mean yeah he lived a decent life and he did tons of smiles on children
1: yes that's i mean isn't that what we all want to do bring joy to the world yeah. really being a good person is part of living in this world isn't it
0: yeah i agree you
1: unless know, of course maybe you work for Gainax.
0: Oh, what's wrong with Gynex? All
1: right, let's go. Let's go to the <laughs> Japan Times. All right. This is from the Japan Times. Chief of Evangelion anime studio Gainax arrested for alleged molestation and topless photos. All right. <laughs> the Tokyo Jesus. Metropolitan Police Department arrested the president of anime studio Gainax Co on Thursday for allegedly coercing a teenage woman into posing for nude images and touching her on the pretext that he was training her for photo shoots as an entertainer. Tomohiro Maki, 50 years old. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. Maki is suspected of making the woman bare her upper body, taking photos of her and touching her between February 6th and 23rd this year at his condominium. Condominium. (laughs) Condominium. In Tokyo's Adachi Ward, according to police. He said that his apartment was the women's dormitory.
0: What? I didn't read that
1: part. Yeah. Wow. He's a total comeback. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Uh, so, Kara, you know, that's uh Hideki Anu's company. He They're totally distanced from this guy. They're like, yeah, that's a different guy. We don't deal with the guy next anymore. This is us. That was him. This is us. Yeah, and
0: he had, like, from my understanding, no real... He didn't like touch anything creatively. He was like a numbers guy. Yeah, he like, was a business it was, guy. I think he was a uh,
1: office guy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's good. You don't have to feel, uh, you know, disgusting watching anything by being like, "Oh no, this person is associated," and they were into, I, I guess, children. Basically,
1: no. It's
0: fucking weird, dude. <laughs> I
1: don't. They had to stay at his house once they signed a contract.
0: Do you think that was part of the contract?
1: Probably. Let's see. Let's read the rest okay. of the article. Maki is also an executive of a company that trains voice actors and allegedly made the woman the only accuser. Mm-hmm. We signed a contract with the company, live at his residence saying it was a woman's dormitory. That's what they say. Scumbag. Yeah. Good times. It's good times to, you yeah, know, that's the good thing about this, like this modern era is that we're exposing all these scumbags, right?
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, if anything, that's kind of the shining, shining light to kind of online, uh, sort of justice and things like that. It's very easy to be like, oh, okay, this guy did something wrong, yeah. really wrong, right. and you all get to know about it like right.
1: instantly. And you're and like, you, I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, 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 you go, you're go you good, go.
1: One of the problems, and I have a friend of mine who's was a victim of, not necessarily sexual assault, but physical assault, is that once you, you know, you as a victim a lot of times, and of course I'm speaking this from a male's perspective, I don't know how a woman feels about it, but from what I've heard is that they, uh, they feel like they're alone and it doesn't happen to anybody else and they feel bad about it, you know? yeah. And then when someone comes out, then all of a sudden that's why you see people popping up and be like, that happened to me. Right. Holy shit, that happened to me. And you form a community around it and you try to expose these comebacks. It's a
0: shame. Can we bring back the new, the old segment? what's that the fuck i saying so nah.
1: <laughs> the one time segment. the one time <laughs> all right let's go to some good news okay let's go guy Na- uh, i was gonna say guy Next. no now <laughs> yeah. studio triggers Pro Mayor is back in the theaters are you going
0: uh i want to wednesday i would be able to go if i could because that's one of the dates right
1: yeah it was uh we're recording on monday so it was uh, monday the 9th so it was last night the 8th of december mm. and then the 10th and 11th let's and go. this has uh jim's seal of approval oh it's right? so much fun yeah it's so bright and so pretty and awesome and yeah All i right. got nothing else to say about it but yeah it's a lot of fun and it's under two hours and i always recommend movies under two hours if they're fun
0: i'm gonna try and go see it in 4dx nice i right know right whatever that is i don't I have no idea shall i look at what 4dx uh, is? go ahead Let's because i know that wednesday tuesday is uh I think it's dub, and then Wednesday's dub with 4DX,
1: which I don't, I'm sure some. What is a 4DX movie? Let's find out.
0: I'd probably go and spend $40.
1: Oh boy, here you. we go. No, 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 you're going. I command for the, com- <laughs> for the uh, podcast. It provides a revolutionary cinematic experience that stimulates all five senses. 40x includes high-tech motion seats oh. special effects including wind fog lightning bubbles water and rain and scents so, scent as in Wow smells okay. Yeah, you gotta go now.
0: Like smell o vision and stuff, like yes. like smell fire. <laughs> we'll
1: take we'll take the money out of the uh, our uh, petty change jar and you're going to see this. All right. Oh my god, the picture of it. Anybody Google Friggin' forty X and you'll see this picture of this dude having the most fun.
0: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and have the most fun. It's terrifying. It does sound terrifying,
1: especially about a movie that's just about like fire, right? It's fire like- and uh <laughs> holy crap, there's some roller coaster scenes in it. You're gonna be in for it. Okay. Going, oh right. god, Motion Insect <laughs> (laughs) come with puke bags (laughs) oh man all right i'll do it frank let's talk about it i know some people might be listening for the first time oh yeah our big giveaway let's do it later Later. (laughs) (laughs) we'll do it at the end of this of our episode we're going to string you along a little bit yeah we didn't forget we didn't forget about you yeah i have everybody locked and loaded into a randomizer and all i have to do is hit a button Boom. And then we will announce the person's Instagram name live, and live, reported. and then we'll contact you personally, and we'll get your contact information, and we'll send it out to you as soon as possible. Yeah, it's been fun. It has been fun. That's not the voice of someone that's having fun, is it? It has no, been fun.
0: Though. I mean that. I mean everybody's voice is different, so maybe it is. I, I don't know. No judgments.
1: All right, since we were talking about board games, real quick, off the top of your head, what's your favorite board game?
0: What is my favorite board game? Currently,
1: all time. Let's go with currently like it can include all time it doesn't have to be news new but something that you cherish and think of when you think of your favorite board game
0: oh it's definitely yahtzee i think it's because yahtzee uh kind of started for good or for bad some sort of it unlocked some gambling aspect in my yeah. head <laughs> so, it's from poke, a young it's basically age poker dice yeah and my uh it was like really big in my family like that's what we would play on vacations and stuff so yahtzee is probably uh probably number one what about you
1: I have to say Pictionary.
0: Pictionary, really? I
1: play with my kid. Oh, okay. And I used to play with like roommates mm-hmm. and I would cheat on purpose.
0: How do you cheat? Oh no, pictionary? no, no! that's not it. Scattergories,
1: that's the cheating one. Okay. <laughs> scattergories. So, uh, the, the, I, so
0: it's got to be a cheating one. I it's want to cheat. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so Scattergories, if you're not familiar with it, you basically roll a giant die mm-hmm. and it has letters on it and you get categories and you have to write things with the first letter that's provided in the category. right? So I would cheat and do like alliterations and make up uh, fake animals and stuff oh, like that. Oh, man. That popped me, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then I would tally up my score and I would have like 20 times, people just get so hot over board games, man. I
0: would, I will say that I used to do this thing in Scrabble right. because I read a lot, so I would play like with people who were aware that I read a lot, so naturally they thought I knew a lot of words. They thought that I was very wordly Um, and I would make up words. And uh, the way that I guess it works is that you can challenge somebody. But if you lose, I think you take like a point deduction or something. So people would be like, that's not a real word. And I'd be like, all right, well, challenge me. We'll get the dictionary
1: out. That's Uh, fine. I I, I played it one of the first time when my wife and I first started dating. Mm -hmm. She lived in a house with a bunch of people and they were playing Scrabble. And I love cheating at games, just in, in the most preposterous way. So you're caught. You I wanna know, it's say, not like I'm trying to win. I cheat like in like this will make people laugh. I want to say that you are not selling anybody on Listen, playing Dune or <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, if it's like serious business, I won't okay. cheat. If it's something like uh, that'll make people laugh, then I'll cheat. Okay, you know what I mean, making up words. So it's like fun. So I had my lo- my letters all loaded up, and I had the chance to play not a real word, queef. Oh man. <laughs> So I played it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, queef, boom, started counting it up, got my double word score or whatever, with the Q and, the the Q Q and everything. Oh, man. Yeah. People, one, didn't laugh. Oh. <laughs> and then we're going through the dictionary to find out if it was true, if it was a real, and I just looked at her. I looked at, she was my girlfriend at the time, I looked at her <laughs> and my wife, and I just like shook my head. I was like, it's okay. I don't need the points. You guys, you can take your turn. Just use the letters. No. Like, come on. <laughs> People to take board, play. it's supposed to be fun. I
0: will say some of the some of those games. Scrabble is definitely one of them. Where there's people who are, it's like QI. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs>
1: they're gonna play QI.
0: <laughs> it's like a life for them. It's their break. The ride or die.
1: We used to, remember Words with Friends? Is that yeah. still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we used to play Words with Friends, and I could never beat my wife. And then the one time I beat it, she quit playing. And I think that she did it because I beat her finally. Really? Because I was not. I was like, yeah, finally, I'll get your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse my language.
0: <laughs> and she was she, was, she
1: like, was not stoked on that. She was like, yeah,
0: this is the last time I'm ever playing this. This game ever again. I used to play chess a lot, and that happened
1: to me. Video game chess or real life? No,
0: real life chess. Analog, I analog chess. Analog chess. Old school chess. Yeah. And I remember playing with a lot of people, and then I'd play with my grandfather, and we would go back and forth a lot. And one time, this was like when I was way younger, 12, 13, maybe. Uh, I got so angry and I was like, I'm never playing chess again. I haven't to this day. I don't know why. It's like, that's the hate in my heart. I'm just done with chess. I'm not particularly fond of chess.
1: No? It's it's too serious, man. Yeah, I guess. I could see that. Board flipping. I'm trying to think of a last time I flipped a board playing a game. Well, that was more
0: or less what happened. Oh. I was
1: like, this is stupid. I'm done with this. And then, I don't have that anger in me anymore. It's been a long time since I've had like, let me, I'm mad at something. Let me throw it or something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't typically i think mine like builds up so it, it mm-hmm. comes up with like stupid
1: stuff like that right. where it's just like other things and it's not necessarily the game itself we played back to dungeon dragons one time we were playing and you know we used to decide to play and then you know you'd start playing at like fucking 6 p.m and then mm-hmm. by the time you create your characters and everything it's like it's midnight yeah you don't realize how so I you're like uh, all right and we started playing <laughs> and we were on this mission and my cousin it was my cousin and my, my brother myself and i think one other guy and I had this, I think I was a some type of warrior, paladin, something. I don't know what I was. Mm-hmm. But I died by a giant frog. Okay. And the reason why is because no one could get, because I had, my armor was too heavy and I was drowning. Oh, wow. Like, you know, first of all, like, just skew the rules a little bit. Let me crawl out of this yeah. thing. I don't have to win. Wow, your DM was not kind to you. And I was like, <laughs> wait a Ah. I freaked out and I took the die and threw it against the wall like I was like, "This is so good! I just <laughs> spent hours like my goddamn character." I was like that. I think it's the last time I had a like real freak out over a board game. Really, Dungeons Dragons not necessarily a board.
0: Well, D anD D though is like I feel like that is something that is fair because like I'm in a campaign now that I've been in for almost two years, and I feel like especially if it was somewhat unfairly, if I died in that character that I've put a lot of effort into and is like at some you can make the argument is like a little bit of my identity, especially right. with that game. Yeah, um, I could see myself being like, I'm not friends with these people anymore. Like, this guy's dead. Like, I, <laughs> I put so much effort into shout out I, Arthur Druk.
1: I, I, get, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. I, we're actually having a D;D and d night at the bar.
0: Are you? Yeah,
1: December 16th. It's a Sunday, I believe. What's going on with that? Uh, this guy's organizing and I might as well throw it out there because some of you D&D fans, it's the 15th. Um,
0: Adventurers League, I'm assuming
1: i have no idea i don't know what any of these words mean that you're throwing at me i haven't played and dragons in uh 20 years
0: so for the uninformed including yourself adventurer's league is like a more it's almost like a video game so you have like a character that you create and then you can save the character and all the items are approved through this kind of format it's done through wizards of the coast and you can basically go to different locations different game shops bars wherever it's not homebrew so you don't go to somebody's home
1: gotcha i think i've seen guys doing this in the bar with they had like a couple laptops set up and stuff like it's that is probably, probably what, what they were it doing is yeah. yeah
0: so like when you get say you get this cool sword or whatever it's a sword that everybody who plays adventurers league can get right. theoretically it's not something like you don't make up this sword and you're like this is the god sword right. and it's indestructible like right. everybody's kind of on the same playing field it's it, it's it's a neat way to play
1: yeah, i think it's he said he, should, he expects about 15 people. I put it on the bar's social media.
0: It's got to be adventurous league then yeah. because we do that at the shop and we get about 20 to 30 people every Tuesday. And, um, yeah, that's like the only way. Cause otherwise if he's doing a homebrew, that sounds insane. Like homebrew is what I do. I've been doing for the past two years, right. but then the nice thing is you can drop in and out too. So if you're a casual person and you're like, I don't like this group that shows up at the shop or whatever, right. you're out. You don't have to be attached, and you can still take your character. Whereas, you know, if it's a homebrew game, then
1: you're just like not playing anymore. <laughs> That's it. Here it is: it's drinks and Dungeons and Dragons, holiday themed one shot written and run by Tyler Cairns. I hope I pronounce his name correctly. Um, follow the bar mm-hmm. if you want to. If you're in the Philadelphia area and you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons, it's uh, Lorraine Bar One Nine One Three Zero on Instagram. And I'm posted something in the story recently about it. Um, If you're interested, yeah, it'd be great to come by. That's cool. And if I'm in the building, which you can tell who I am, I'm I'm on the uh, icon. My hair's a little shorter now, but (laughs) I'm on our image. Um, Just, uh, yeah, I'd be great. Come by, say hi.
0: Say hi, say hello.
1: Because I'm definitely going to be hovering and watching. I might not play because I'm busy on Sundays. I've got something called a podcast I have to write for. So.
0: <laughs> Dude, would you ever get back into D&D or you think that? that I would that if I stuff? have time.
1: That's the biggest thing. It's like time. Well, D&D, uh, mm-hmm. Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, like all these things, I don't have time for it.
0: d d by far is like so time consuming because yeah. whenever I do it, it's pretty much. I now, I used to do it a little more frequently. I used to do it like almost every other week. And now it's like once a month because, you know, if you're getting in a good sesh, like six hours minimum, like you were saying. Like, you can't sit there and play for two hours. By no, the time. No, two hours, you just gearing up. Right.
1: I mean, I remember playing one time. We had a blast. Uh, I mentioned it on a podcast months ago mm-hmm. where it was a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of beer. We had some space heaters. And we were in my buddy's yard and it was like six inches of snow. And we just. Laughed our asses off, had a good time, yeah. killed some kobolds. Oh, there you, you know? go. Yeah. And then we were just like, "All right, let's take a nap because we're going to get snowed in." We never went back, but we basically cleared out a whole floor of this of this adventure, which was quite a few hours to do that. Sure, yeah. we, la- we had so much fun because yeah. we were adults now, right? So it's kind of like you know, something happens, you just laugh about it. You're not like, "No, mice! I made! I need a saving throw! I need a saving throw!" <laughs> I'm assuming that's still part of the game.
0: Oh, it's definitely still part of the game. Yeah, that's the other kind of aspect of it, too. Is It just has to be not only do you have to have somebody who is interested in playing, but you got to find the right blend of people. I've right. been in a couple things, and it just has not worked out just because of the combination of people. I mean, that's what it is. You're spending a lot of time with these people. So yes.
1: you got to have, I think, everything you should have a sense of humor about. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Don't be taken so seriously. No. All right, let's get to the core of this episode. You ready for it? Oh, I'm ready. Let's, Let's go. go. And it's not just to give you guys stuff, which we're going to give you stuff. We're going to give away one person, one lucky winner who's going to win the My Hero Academia statue. It could be you. It could be you. And you know, if you don't like it, you're not a big fan of My Hero Academia, give it to your cousin It's a big fan. It's free. You didn't pay for it. So. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Since we're nearing the end of the year, I'm seeing a bunch of best of lists popping up. Mm-hmm. I did a little precursor and I asked what the best you know what you thought your current favorite all-time whatever board game was sure so i figured let's throw together an episode where we list our bests
0: let's go let's do it let's go
1: and mind you this is not a solid undefeatable non-negotiable list but it's one that exists now and in the moment Mm -hmm. this moment being december 9th 2019 almost the end of the decade it's what i feel now Come ask me in a month. I might feel differently, right? Yeah. You right. know what? Well, you never know. Start off. I come up, I came up with a few categories and they're all over the place. So I'm just going to pick one at random. I'm going to scroll through. I'm going to look and I'm going to say, you go, we're going to do top three, correct?
0: Top three. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to go just name off all top three? No, no, we'll go one, back and forth. You do
1: like, okay. Some okay. of mine aren't necessarily a top three and more of the three that came to the top. Of my head is specifically music. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to say. Like, this is my top three. Like, no, it's not. I've got about twenty bands that are on a regular rotation that have been like that forever, Mm -hmm. or as long as it existed. So, let's start off with something. You want to do something on topic, meaning anime? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's go with top anime characters of all time. Let's do that one. You want me to start? You start with with your number three, your quote unquote number three. My number three. My
0: number three. Pikachu. Pikachu, by far, a uh, cute character, you know, is anybody I feel like. He's one of those characters that now has transcended. He's like sp- like Superman, where you might not even know who Pikachu is in the grand scheme of his world, Pokemon, but you, you can identify. It's like Hello Kitty. Who? Pikachu. Hello I Kitty. I have no idea who
1: that you is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course. <laughs> I was about to just flip this table. This granite table? Oh. What's your three? Number three, a recent one from last year. A show I've talked about over and over again. Akane Shinjo from SSSS Gridman. Ooh. She was the big villain mm-hmm. in SSSS Gridman. We got an open end in that show. Did. Where she had to go back to the real world. And I cried and cried and cried at the end of that show. I loved that character. And she was well animated. Yeah, she definitely was. Creepy, but you, at the same time. Yeah, she was a good character. Go ahead. Number
0: two, yes. Shikimaru from Naruto. Oh, okay. so he is a you know calm, cool, collected character. Some people say he's lazy. He's got this cool shadow power, um, super intelligent. I just really, uh, really enjoyed him. Like some aspects of him, minus the intelligence, I would say I, I identify with not working <laughs> up to your potential, things like that. It's Fun, fun psychoanalyst. Isn't that part of
1: like selecting your characters is seeing yourself in them? Yeah, I right. think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, a character that I hope I don't see myself in and is one of my favorite characters right now, Askeladd from Vinland Saga. Mm. I might be skewing my voting at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh,
1: Askeladd is a villain, but uh, if you haven't watched the show, I'm not going to tell you shit. Uh, go and watch Vinland Saga. It became very good, in my opinion, but we'll talk about that at the end of the year.
0: Another complicated character. Very complicated yes.
1: character. He is as gray a character as you can get. Would you say
0: like chaotic neutral in terms of D&D I, 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 yeah. Yeah. chaotic
1: neutral <laughs> chaotic neutral is a good one go back to D&D very good
0: there you go yeah. uh, my number one L from Death Note
1: oh excellent
0: who's a very complicated character I think he was very well designed uh, I liked aspects of him uh, eating even like characteristics of him eating the sugar cubes and the way that yeah. he sits and things like that not to get into the whole series but yeah are we allowed really to spoil cool. or no uh, no, that's not spoiled yeah, that's Go not, watch yeah. Death Note. Yeah, definitely. Not if you have the live it, action. No, go. It's on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu. I think it's on everything. Yeah, it's just like,
1: hey, yeah. So go that's watch definitely it. a bingeable show. Oh, for sure. Especially once you get to the potato chip episode. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. It's like this is insane. Yeah. This will be no surprise to anyone who knows me personally, who knows my interests, and knows what I love. Oscar Isaac you of Neon Genesis mm. Evangelion, oh, who I find to be the most complicated of all the characters and the one that gets the biggest heat, I would say, besides Shinji on that show. Okay. Yeah. yeah from people who just don't like her attitude. Mm-hmm. She's even cooler in the remix.
0: See, I think that, 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 uh, hate for those characters kind of is, uh, almost a positive in a sense because people are so into that show that, because there's not many characters that I would say I hate, you know what I mean? Like you just have to have such feeling for it. I mean, in a sense it's, that means they're very well done. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess part of it is, um, emoking, emoking, evoking an emotional response from people. Yeah. Whether you love or hate this character, positive
0: or negative. Yeah. It's, it's doing its job.
1: All right. Let's go to, let's pick one. Let's go top movies. This is your favorite movies. Currently on your list? Are we starting from the bottom again? Start for number three. Number your, three, quote unquote third favorite. Movie. Third
0: favorite. Pan's Labyrinth. Okay, again. excellent Guillermo film. Del Toro. This one is a, a little unique in that I think I saw it when it came out in the theaters, so I was like fifteen or sixteen, and it was probably my first, first exposure to any sort of uh, foreign theatrical release. Mm-hmm. So I went with my dad and had no idea what i was getting myself into and i remember sitting there and being like oh okay i guess there's subtitles in this movie and then thinking that maybe that was just the portion of the movie and it right. was gonna no it's the whole the whole movie's in spanish so
1: <laughs>
0: so, so it, it kind of holds a, a little place in my heart and uh yeah the movie itself is, is really cool
1: i'm a big fan of uh, Del Toro. he's in that's Stranding. he's,
0: physici- he's well, yeah, physically he's in it well not physically but i mean his is he like a motion capture type of thing or yes. is it just oh wow well
1: cool. i mean everybody's in. Uh,
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're, you are can identify them. Uh, you're like, you're oh. like,
1: oh crap, it's, <laughs> Del <Toro. laughs> it's Del Toro. I'm a big fan of Del Toro because he's a he's a he's a ardent Lovecraftian, and mm-hmm. I'm a Lovecraftian. Mentioning H.P. Lovecraft, the author. He's just
0: a cool guy in yeah. general, too. He's really big into physical effects, too, yeah. costumes, things like that that a lot of people
1: don't do in this day and age. No, they don't. No. I always point to the when the Alien films the Xenomorph films got bad as when they used CGI and they got rid got away from the physical monster. The like big rubber one. Yeah. yeah the big yeah. rubber one was the scary one. Cause I agree. otherwise it just looks like you're fighting a video game. All right. For me, uh, something on topic, your name. Uh, I've told you to watch this over and over again. I love this film. It's Makoto Shinkai's tale of dimensionless and timeless affection.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Well, animation, great soundtrack, and uh, no other film has made me cry more than that movie so yeah love that film go ahead Frank
0: my number two Mm -hmm. Empire Strikes Back okay Uh, for me I mean just from a movie perspective I think it's really let's pretend
1: no one's seen Star Wars Star Wars episode two yes
0: um so Empire Strikes Back is... Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I can't spoil anything, right? It ends on a very sad note. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of movies even to this day are willing to do that. Like, you look at the modern kind of superhero action movies, very few of them end... Dark. Dark, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was for its time, especially. It was, like, almost unheard of. And they didn't know they were getting a third one. No, they didn't. A lot, a lot of special effects. I have, obviously, I'm a, a Star Wars fan. Um. Yeah, I think it's really good. And speaking of... I just had this conversation. Yoda, I think, as a puppet is definitely way better than the CGI. CGI one. Absolutely. The CGI one sucks. Yeah. So, like, you lose that connection, and you're talking about a movie now that's, what, 30, 40 years old? He still looks great. And he looks good. Yeah. yeah. It holds up. So, it really does hold up.
1: That's which a good film. Too. Um No Country for Old Men. Mm. Uh, it's based on the Cormac McCarthy novel, directed by the Coen brothers. It's a great movie. Yeah. 80s. Um, drug cowboy film in texas it's amazing it is super cool yeah
0: it's a very cool uh antagonist
1: yes he won an academy award javier bardem
0: did he really for, uh, for that portrayal
1: Anton ton sugar
0: yeah he's good
1: that one scene with the coin no. and the peanuts yeah <laughs> he he coughs he says ah, i inherited the place <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great film i highly recommend no country for old men still trying to get my wife to watch it she keeps falling asleep
0: I I can see that.
1: It is well over two hours, but every single minute of it is environment and attitude and suspense and energy. and I love it. That's like all the Coen brothers movies though. I feel like Fargo. Uh, Oh my God. It's basically Fargo, but in Texas. Yes. That's what it is. So good.
0: Good. My number one. So uh, this is one that I struggle with. I wouldn't even say it's necessarily my favorite movie. I would say it's my top movie in the sense that I have watched it. A lot. It's RoboCop.
1: Excellent.
0: <laughs> so, for whatever reason, RoboCop is like this
1: uh, constant in Hold my on, life. We're talking about the Paul Verhoeven RoboCop, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not the not the remake. not the remake. No, with the. I mean, the suit was cool. The black suit is very cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, for whatever reason, it's like a constant to the point where I, I have watched it. I wouldn't say yearly at this point, but often enough where it is by far the movie I've seen the most. I think a lot has to do with, I didn't have cable for a very long time and it was constantly playing mm-hmm. on like one of the channels. It's almost always on. I don't know if it is anymore, but yeah, dude,
1: Robocop. Rocks. I love Robocop. <laughs> <It's> so sweet. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to put that in my top list.
0: Your Top list. Robocop. Oh
1: God. If, uh, Clarence Boddicker. Mm-hmm. Clarence Boddicker. You're under arrest. Dude, it's just so good. Bitches, leave. If you don't... Funny story about that scene. You're thinking of Bitches Leave. You know that story? That scene with the prostitutes and the cocaine Mm -hmm. and uh, Miguel Ferrer. He walks in and in the script, it was Bitch 1 and Bitch Mm 2. And the guy that played Clarence Boddicker, when he walked in, he just says bitches leave that's not that he was just supposed to say leave oh wow but in the script it was bitch one bitch two he ad libs and if you watch miguel ferrer if you look at him he starts laughing
0: that's awesome yeah
1: it's great oh my god i love that movie so paul verhoeven is amazing
0: if you haven't seen it it's definitely a movie to to go back and watch
1: i mean think about the science fiction films he's done okay robocop Mm -hmm. total recall which i can't believe that's not on my top movies list maybe because i haven't watched it in a long time i love total recall uh, Starship Troopers, Paul Verhoeven rules.
0: Starship Troopers was actually almost all my list because that's oh, another it's so one good. that I've seen like a million times too.
1: Uh, ridiculously good looking people kill bugs in space. Yeah. That's what it should be called. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number one. And once again, you know, not necessarily number one. Mm. Robocop could have been up here right, if I yeah. remembered it. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road.
0: Oh, see, these are like good movies oh too. my god yeah. i
1: love i first of all i love mad max i've followed mad max since i was a kid mm-hmm. we watched them on like local television with the bad dub the australian original one oh wow okay yeah where they're just like a instead son of a right, son yeah. australians they're like well that's a really bad voiceover george miller comes back he directs his film this is a film that was in like developmental hell for years because multiple wars happened mm-hmm. they couldn't film it anywhere they were worried about whether or not Anyone would go see a movie with all these explosions when like 9-11 happened and wars and all this stuff. It's a great film. It is very good, yeah. And it kind of holds up because we're going to be fighting for water soon, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> the wars <laughs> of water are happening. All right, we're on movies, right? Yeah. Let's go for your top superhero movies.
0: <clears throat> all right.
1: This is going to be a little controversial, I think, on my side because everybody knows if you've listened. I'm not a big Marvel fan. so. No let's do it
0: all right well let's start off with your top three then no. no, no go, we, start, oh, we start with you all right well this is one so i had gone through and thought about it i st- I, I was originally going to add some just comic book movies but i stuck to the superhero base mm-hmm. three blade okay the original blade i think it's great uh a lot of fun it's you know well before any of the kind of marvel generic kind of styling house style or the dark dc stuff but uh that one scene dude, do with the blood, the blood rain or whatever. What oh yeah. Like at the beginning. Yeah.
1: With Plus, the, um, uh, the old porn star, what's her name? Tracy Lord. Yes. Is on that. yes yeah. Tracy Lords.
0: And also it has the added bonus of if you ever really want to get into it, you can look at like interviews of various people about how, uh, crazy, um, Wesley? Wesley, yeah, Wesley yeah. Snipes is apparently like just insane. So like working with him apparently was like a lot of fun, just yeah. because
1: he was crazy. He's so. off the wall, and he like he I I know from what I saw, he like had to be considered blade at all times. Yes, so was, yes,
0: yeah. One of the blades apparently he was just like high all the time and yep. just smoked like weed and was like super paranoid about everything. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun. Blade number three. Where are you at?
1: My number three, the only Marvel film to make this list: Thor Ragnarok. Oh. I find it to be the most fun of the Marvel films, set in a costume, harnesses that original Jack Kirby feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great, and it doesn't. you can watch completely stand alone. You don't need to watch it and know the rest.
0: Yeah, and it's really funny.
1: Yeah, it's legitimately funny. That was actually, Waititi, he's awesome.
0: That was actually my number three, um, but Blade beat it up.
1: Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, and if we could come across one where we both have it, we'll just yeah. talk about it. Okay, cool. So, okay, number two. And for me, I'm sorry. For me, this is a definite three, two, one.
0: Oh, so yours is like a definite. Mine, this
1: is nothing has beat these top two.
0: I guess that's fair. So yeah, if you're fair. looking at
1: Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> wait do <laughs> you see what's coming two and three, or uh, two and one. Yeah, Go ahead.
0: I would say mine's probably is actually Hard. a slot list. Yeah. So uh. number two, uh, Batman, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Okay. I saw this in theaters multiple times. I thought it was really well done. I think it's obviously the best Batman movie that's been done. Uh, you know, everyone's kind of had their own take and stylings of it. Most notably, probably the Tim Burton one. But um, yeah, I just think it's it's the most serious and not in a uh, negative way. Like I think some of the the current DC
1: offerings have been with Batman. Okay, that's kind of funny because my number two is Batman Returns. Ah, okay, which is the Tim Burton one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wild, dark, funny. Rid- ridiculous overacting, but well acted. It's easily Danny DeVito's best performance. You think so? Oh my god, he's so ridiculous yeah, in that movie.
0: Ridiculous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's sniveling and hot. Oh god, I love that movie so much. So from a pure
0: like comic book aesthetic, I will say that that movie is probably number one. Yeah. Like if you think of a comic book movie, especially before Marvel stuff got big, that was like, oh, this is like a comic book. Right. It was over like you said, over the top completely over the ridiculous. top.
1: ridiculous. Yeah. Like some of the stuff is just is just out there. Uh, um Christopher Walken with his hair and his eyebrows. Yeah. max Shrek. Dude, all that stuff the
0: costumes, all that. It was, so good. Yeah.
1: And then it's you know, there's it's the penguin, so he's got penguins with rockets attached to right. him. Which is that's too funny because our number twos are so the same
0: thing but drastically different. Drastically different, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so what do you get is number one?
0: Number one, uh, this is my favorite Marvel movie, Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. This was the first time that when I saw this movie, like I don't think anything has touched it since in terms of the seriousness uh, and it didn't have to solely be based on like a superhero thing. Like Almost all the movies are like at the end of the day superheroes. And it's like, hey, we saved the day. Winter Soldier is a little darker uh, because it's with Captain America. It's not like necessarily people punching people and superpowers and things like that. So uh, I think, I hope they do more things like that. I, you know, more dramatic takes on things.
1: Yeah, the movie was serious business. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. let's go. Not for serious. For my business. opinion on the greatest superhero movie ever created, Dark Man. By Sam Raimi. Wow. Have you ever seen it?
0: I have not seen it, but I
1: know about it. It's an original story. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, Academy Award winning Francis McDormand in it.
0: Okay.
1: It's got Liam Neeson as the main character. A man is burned horribly in a quote unquote accident, and he is giving the Rank of technique. Okay. Where they sever his nerves so he doesn't feel because he's burned from top to bottom. So it kind of looks horrible horrifying right but it causes because of this his brain needs sensory over it goes into sensory overload as it's starved by feeling Mm -hmm. and causes fits of rage so he has super strength okay and he has. (laughs) (laughs) yo i'm telling you uh it's got all your favorite like character actors in it it's got um there's you'll see people from every horror movie you've seen in the 80s are in this film and uh I highly recommend this film. Okay. And it if if you're familiar with Sam Raimi's Spider Man films, mm-hmm. some of the special effects he used in Darkman, he just, he was just, he like, just moved, moved move him over. over here. It's a completely original story and it's a lot of fun. And because it's original, it just makes it and some of the special effects are just like so cheesy and awesome. Right. Yeah.
0: For some reason I thought you were gonna say Toxic Avenger.
1: Nah, no, nah, I'm not a big fan nah, of this, nah. this. I'm not a big trauma guy. Oh,
0: okay. No, That's I'm not. I
1: mean I like camp, but I don't like intentional camp. Right, okay. Like uh like I I like Blackula,
0: okay, yeah. which is
1: camp, sure, you know, yeah. and black exploitation. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't like it when it's it's supposed. To, I like when it's supposed to be serious, not when it's supposed to be funny. But it's a serious. You don't game. like camp for the sake of camp? No, I don't like it. it. I don't I don't get into it. Yeah, Okay. Except for what's it called? Uh, I love the Sharknado films. Really? Yeah, but they they portray themselves as being serious. There's like jokes are kind of right. So the joke is in the presentation. They're it's like not, a meta camp. Yes, yeah, they they right. understand that they're camp and they're not trying to make jokes about it right it's funny because it's genuinely ridiculous yeah okay that's fair all right let's see what should we do next let's do top tv series how about that okay want to do that one or you want to wait i can do another one
0: no 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 we can do this one okay this one was hard for me i watch a lot of tv as i'm sure you do jim i went to school for tv i really love it and uh i've i so, number three, I have slotted in as Game of Thrones. Okay. So, I almost did this as a... Um, a homage?
1: sort of. No, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> I did it almost as like, well, in terms of my life in the relation to television rather than the, I guess, overall product and the end product of it. So, Game of Thrones was like one of the... I could say maybe even last water cooler shows, it was a thing where like you could talk to people. And I don't mean, you talked about it. Like you talk to anybody about game of Thrones for the most part. And it was fun. It's like TV at its best in terms of being able to communicate with another human being. And it, you have experienced the same thing. So I thought in that way, it was uh, really well done. And for the most part, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's a, it's a good product overall.
1: My number three is Twin Peaks, hmm. the entirety of the series. uh the newest um, episodes came out on stars last year. I believe yes, they were excellent. Um, it's weird, it's strange the backstory on making the show and the the controversy about it canceling and revealing the killer and everything too early is. It's just like, why wouldn't David Lynch make something like this? Right. Where it's just like, oh, of course, of course there was all kinds of crap where nobody could get along because David Lynch wanted to see it in his vision. Right. And, and I'm attracted. I love David Lynch.
0: And especially with David Lynch, there's always some sort of controversy. And, you know, there's
1: all sorts of, like you had said, fun background yeah. stories. And and this was a, this show was a phenomenon when it first came out. I'm old enough to remember, like, my mother watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was on, at the time, TV Guide was a big deal. Like, there was multiple TV Guide things and it was front page in the newspapers and everybody was talking about how weird twin peaks was it was a great show i love it it's definitely dated at this point mm-hmm. uh everybody's clothes are just preposterous right they just scream like 1990 See,
0: that adds to it though i yeah. feel like yeah. and, and it's it's almost like it was like it does very well as a binge, I will say. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it was designed before binge was a thing. Oh, absolutely. Just because I, like at that time uh, too, you needed to watch the other episodes. Mm-hmm. It was like, if you didn't catch an episode, you were
1: just like, it was a, it was a, a soap opera. Yeah. So you would just not know what was going on right. with, uh, like mythical and mystical undertones. But, um, uh, yeah you can see it knowing what you know now where like they the network forced him to reveal who the killer was so then there's this weird time at the end before it gets canceled in season one
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's like what is even going on on the one guy becomes like an auto mechanic he's having an affair with the what and they're right. like, uh it's because they had to force this stuff through and that's what happened i don't think he ever planned on revealing the killer
0: i don't think so either yeah. the way it kind of was set up See, those things are always fascinating to me. like or Especially when you um, watch a long-running TV show or something like that and you go back and you're like, why is this season this way? Or they like shifted focus to another character and you're like, this sucks.
1: They haven't did a lot in The Sopranos too.
0: Right. So then you read about it and you're like, oh, it's because this person uh, fault their contract and they tried to do it without him and then it turns out
1: ratings dropped so that's, they brought him back. That's specifically Sopranos. Yeah, yes. and That was a big one with The Sopranos where they kill people off or mm-hmm. they send them to college.
0: Right, yeah. You know, so you know that aspect is is very cool too. For me, number two, Mad Men. Uh, oh, we, we can talk, talk about s- Mad Men
1: because that's my number one. Go oh, okay, on. cool. I love Mad Men. I,
0: yeah, so I think Mad Men is very sharp. This is the um, the start of kind of the golden age of TV, prestige TV. What they're PT calling it now, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Um, This was you know me seeing this was like, oh, okay, the TV can be serious. Mm-hmm. This is something that. Uh, can can be better than in some regards, I think, than movies just because of the way the format is. Um, Mad Men. I actually went to a viewing party for the last uh, episode. It's awesome. Went to it uh, with my uh, girlfriend at the time, literally dressed up and everything, and that's we we're awesome. like, oh, okay, that's cool. Showed up. No, no one was there. was there no one was there oh so we were the only ones there and it was kind of cool in regards to that uh they had all these tvs it was like a place in center city okay all these tvs with it and the staff was there and there was just nobody there was nobody for the sh- the for the party i guess itself and then there was nobody just at that like bar or whatever that's weird so it was very strange yeah but uh um, was it lorraine bar yeah, it was Lorraine yeah. rainbow, actually. This is the reveal. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, I,
1: I think it's just brilliant TV. Yeah, I agree. Um, period piece. I'm a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the costumes were fantastic. The uh, They handled the um, events of the day, the current events of the time that the show was in really well. There were some cheesy spots with, like, Fat suits and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. you're just like, "What is even going on?" Or Pete's baby, and I was right. just like, "Where they, you know, the adoption?" I was just like, "They didn't know what they were doing at this yeah. one." I can see that, but overall, it was a fantastic show. Agreed. Yeah. What's your number two? Well, you. I'm, I'm assuming we might have the same one here. Go ahead. I don't know. What's a? Well, my number two is Breaking Bad. Oh no?
0: okay No, I didn't. I almost had Breaking Bad on here. Though.
1: Okay. Yeah, Mad Men was my number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad was. uh I started late on that show, mm-hmm. and I was because I'm not a big glorification of drug use kind of guy. I don't, I don't watch, and I also don't watch true crime. So I was like, huh, oh, what's this? Okay, no, it's wow. Got so
0: the, you were a tough sell then. Yeah, for the I, was show. Like,
1: I don't know about this. So I watched the first episode. wasn't crazy about it, but then, and I've told my brother the same thing. Yeah, you got to get past the first story arc, and then it just hooked you in. Mm-hmm. And I love that show. I can't express how much. Like I rushed through binging it to catch up to the last season
0: that show is the binging show. And I think that's yeah. the thing that started that format too, or at least like developed it, uh, which is just very interesting. I, I agree. I mean, it's great characters, great use of, uh, the setting. Yeah. Um, it's almost a character in itself. Yeah. The desert, the desert,
1: They're in Arizona, Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. yeah.
0: um, yeah, and just seeing the characters from start to finish, especially if you do binge it, is just like crazy. Yeah, to, like view them Poor in Jesse. one regards to the other. Yeah, he's all screwed up. Did you see? Did we talk about? We talked about. It, I okay, you still it. Haven't. I haven't. You're no, just not. I'm not interested. It doesn't exist for you. No, not yet. My number one. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Cool. So this was my wife would be excited. Yes, yeah, so this was the show that got me into TV. Um. In some regards, it does not hold up well. Um, There's some, especially the first couple seasons where the episodes are very dated. Yeah. More so if they deal with, like, technology. Like, there was a character, um, Jenny Callender, who was the computer teacher, and just, like... um, them dealing with computers and things like that and it's another show like Twin Peaks which the outfits definitely scream of the times mm-hmm. but I think it was doing a, a lot of stuff well I had mentioned before Monster of the Week like there's some individual episodes much like X-Files that really just stand out um, and it kind of got me into I guess like fantasy and uh, strong female leads for sure I mean yep. half that cast is just like females, so it I think that kind of helped me shape in to being a better person in some regards at a young age, which, is, which has helped.
1: I uh, didn't watch... I've watched a couple episodes, and my wife's been trying to get me to watch, but I did catch an episode where it was kind of a standalone. I think this is a show with classic monster, the quote-unquote monster oh, week, yeah, which we sure. talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and John Ritter was a robot dad. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can only assume, and I always think about this, and it's the same thing with Eddie Murphy, where he must have like, he probably auditioned for this part, but his kid probably watched it Right. and was like, I'll go audition and get on this show. Right. Like with Eddie Murphy, when his kids were young, he started doing like Dr. Doolittle and mm-hmm. shows like this. And then now that his kids are grown up, he did a Dolomite film and he's cursing the whole time. And it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. You know what I mean, so I think I watched that and I was like, I can't believe John Ritter's in this.
0: Thing. I know where that episode is too. And that's definitely, a, I feel like a case where, cause John Ritter, I feel like is bigger than that, that show at that time. Um, yeah, that's some, some. There's and it's fun. To, one of the cool things is you will see people in there at a younger age um, that I think go up to be a uh, bigger later on. Oh, yeah. in life and so that's that's neat to kind of see them early earlier
1: on in their life. Good choice, even though I've never watched it. <laughs> Thank you. Yours was good as well. Thank you. I don't even remember what it was. Yours was uh, uh, Mad Men. Mad Men nice. number one. All right, let's go with bands. We'll stick with pop culture. Okay. Go ahead.
0: So bands. This was one that I bands or. Yeah, music yeah, creators music. this was one that I, I definitely struggled with i actually don't listen to a whole lot of music which i know for you jim is like you're a big music guy right i am a big music, music. Guy. I um i find that especially as you get older it's like a hobby that i feel like you have to nurture and then if you don't it kind of you just basically listen to the same stuff over and over again for me number three chet baker the james dean of jazz okay who you a uh, jazz guy i am a jazz guy uh he has a very great voice um he's also a very interesting character who um got into drugs in like the 50s and um has kind of a sad story which almost goes in line with a lot of his music which was very kind of moody and, and sad but yeah chet baker number three
1: cool yeah, I have lots of bands I can say are my favorite, but mm. I'll just give the ones I'm listening to now. Uh, Deaf Heaven. If you haven't heard Deaf Heaven, they're like an American black metal band. Okay. So, black metal is based out of Norway, but it's the early stuff. Black metal is very Dungeons and Dragons lyrics, demons, alternate reality. Uh, then it gets into this weird, like, white power thing for a while, oh, which is okay. awful. Okay. Uh, but American black metal is a little bit different, it's more atmospheric. And Def Heaven combines like the sad boy genres, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of, emo and shoegaze okay. into black metal. So it's like loud screaming, but it's about like gentrification and loss and loneliness and anxiety of living in American society. Hmm. It's a damn good band. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Number two, Tokyo Police Club. Okay. <laughs> This was this is like my hipster band. This was one I was uh, first starting to get big. I was in school and this was like the band I would play and people would be like, What is this? And I'd be like, Oh, well, it's Tokyo Police Club. So that that's the reason why it's at my number two. Um it's pop punk kind of uh, fun rock, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what I have. I, I'm not a big music guy. so this is the You don't one. have to make excuses. You this listen is, to whatever you want to. Yeah, man. no, this is the one I will you know, say. You this is
1: in no judgment zone. This is uh, the Except one. for your dad buying still buying you gifts.
0: Well, I mean, my family buys me gifts. I mean, <laughs> it's Christmas. I don't know what to tell you, Jim. That's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I will say, though, like... Top bands was by far the hardest thing because I'm not a big music guy. But what was your number two? I'm interested in your stuff because I know you like
1: music. Uh, dinosaur Jr. Dinosaur Jr. is a band that started in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They're still going strong. It's like classic indie rock. It's unique. If you've heard Dinosaur, if you hear a Dinosaur Jr. song, you're going to know every single Dinosaur Jr. song. That's very true. And there's that's other bands like that where you're like, oh, I don't know this band. Then you hear it. And you're like, oh, that's them. Right. Yeah, it's like. Uh, it's classic indie rock from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, but it's, it has loud guitars, distinct lyrics, distinct vocals, and a distinct sound. A lot of feedback, very loud live. Mm-hmm. Great band uh my number one is elo nice which is a
0: which is a band that i feel like gets slept on a lot the
1: electric in, light orchestra The electric
0: light orchestra um i guess yeah at this point it's classic rock but it is probably the one that i feel like kind of gets left behind a lot in terms of like everybody else's they just put and, out a new album they just focus yeah i think they still tour right yeah i don't think uh but I somebody's Jeff Lynn's not in band yeah. or something. i, I forget um you know everybody gives a lot of uh, the spotlight to to various other kind of um european rock bands but yellow i mean they got a lot of cool songs that uh that i'm really into yellow rules yellow rules diary of horace wimp is my favorite oh that's so good yeah so there you go uh
1: my top band and maybe because it's a uh, recency bias okay is Tyler, the creator. Oh, okay. He just put out Igor, the album where Mm -hmm. he plays an alter ego and it's amazing. Yeah. But after hearing this and the running joke in my house is that I tell my wife that, Oh, I just discovered this band. And she goes, I told you about that weeks ago. And I go, what are you talking about? No, I didn't. I, I I Columbus, this band, uh, is that once you, I listened to it, then I started diving into his older stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. Honorable mention to Steely Dan, by the way, since you mentioned the oh, because they, okay. they just missed the list because I love Steely Dan. All right.
0: So have you been getting into like uh Odd Future and stuff like that? Yeah. Too? yeah. Some good stuff there. I'm actually really big into hip hop and rap, but I couldn't think of anything to put Off on the top, top of your head. head. Yeah, so yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. there's some old, I'm more of a 90s hip hop guy and I'm just starting to get, like I listen to Run the Jewels on the way over here. Yeah. Get you all saying, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's it's great yeah. great to get you jazzed up.
1: Yeah. All right, All right so let's go, go with some up. more songs. Let's do holiday songs because it's the season. A holiday song. What songs. do you got, Frank? <laughs> this was fun. Three, wham, last Christmas. Okay. Great. I got Father Christmas by the Kinks. Oh, that's my number two, actually. Oh, so awesome. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I got Christmas, uh, Just Like Christmas by Lowe, which okay. is a song about a tour in they land in Sweden and it's snowing. It's okay. Just Like Christmas. Go ahead.
0: My number one. Are you ready for this? Yes. My number 1 is uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. I uh, think it's perfect. You
1: yeah. can go drown yourself in a fucking toilet oh, right now and man. I'll help you.
0: <laughs> Why? Just because it's
1: uh it's played like nonstop. No, I've ne- time, I I think. don't like any I'm very difficult to sell on non-traditional Christmas music. Oh, okay. Some of it I can buy, Father Christmas. Yeah. Just like Christmas by sure. Low. But if it's non-traditional, I don't want to hear it. What's your number 1 though? Number right 1, there? O Holy Night, every single version of O Holy Night. Oh, okay. It's so epic yeah fall on your knees uh well you know oh shoot you know what i
0: forgot what's that um uh, it's by an orchestra the oh
1: uh manheim steamroller it's or like um
0: insane it's like uh, uh,
1: uh, 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 oh, that's um uh, trans-siberian yeah it's so intense my friend went and saw them last year he said it was amazing they're coming to philly again uh trans-siberian orchestra are members of an old metal band called sabotage really yep
0: okay that's
1: why it's so ridiculous
0: What's, you know what the worst one is? Because you're probably going like to I guess say Mariah Carey is all I want for Christmas is you. But the worst
1: one. No, no. There's other ones. No. I'll, okay. You want to do worst Christmas song? Let's do. W-
0: yeah. I'll do one. Just I right want to keep this positive,
1: head. but let's do worst. We'll do one. Okay. Paul McCartney's. Um, mm, I don't even know. Groan, what groan, groan, dude, groan. so
0: bad. It sounds like. Uh, Wonderful Christmas. Yeah. Style. Like a robot dog. Like yes. from the early 2000s, they had those robot dogs. It's like.
1: I don't know who this artist is please don't tell don't inform me through instagram or twitter <laughs> all my mother wanted was a pair of shoes oh yeah yeah take a walk with that song <laughs> in those shoes also the uh, the john lennon one uh, so this is christmas so nah. what have you done yeah uh, well how what have you done john lennon my, i love the lyric we're right. going into a dark yeah, area now we're i don't going, like this okay, but go ahead down. you like the lyric no
0: i like the lyric of the beach boys when they say um christmas comes each time this year each time christmas Just comes each time, time this year, year. I da, like right da, no.
1: merry christmas <laughs> all right i can keep going with yeah. this all right let's move on all right let's move on let's do let's see what's your favorite places to visit
0: all right favorite places to visit we'll make this quick okay number three the library <laughs> Because I'm a nerd. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's number two. I was thinking yeah. like international,
1: but that's fine. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, oh. there we go. I did. The library. Mine's <laughs> Montreal, Quebec, Canada. It's beautiful
0: oh, up there. Oh, yeah. okay. Number two, I have Disney World. I've been there like a
1: million times. Okay. The Disney guy. I have New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans. Louisiana. Where amazing town. Go. Unique town. The only thing that's close architecturally is Savannah, but Savannah's like a cleaned up version of New Orleans.
0: Yeah, my parents live right outside of Savannah. I've been there a bunch of times. So no. It's okay. It's yeah, cool. I, yeah,
1: it's fine. New Orleans, I don't, I, I'm not a. Uh, uh, like Bourbon Street guy. No. But everything else about it is cool. Bourbon Street's a friggin' disaster. Yeah, that's like the
0: place to go. That's like the tourist Ball. place, right? Yeah. It's just a bunch of drunk people at all hours of the night. Go ahead, top. Zion National Park, uh, number one. Nice, very cool. It is a very, very cool national park. Support your national parks. This is actually very, like, I just realized this, list the library in the national park, but go on.
1: That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, man. You
0: know what that does? Support support your local library that's right. and the national parks. Aren't they giving
1: something away? Like, if you get a library card in Philadelphia now, you get something else. Oh,
0: well. uh, yeah. If you have a library card in Philadelphia, you get access to, like half of the museums here for basically free. And, and we have, oh, have good museums free. Oh, we have excellent museums oh. here.
1: My top visit, place to visit, of course, Japan. Kyoto, yeah. Japan was gorgeous and I just got, it's recency biased but I don't think I'll ever top that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I figured that was going to be number one.
1: All right, let's go with something Japanese then as next, our next thing. Let's go with anime. What's your top anime right now? Top anime right now. In your mind right now, what's your list look like? uh
0: okay so i went like lifelong number three is pokemon 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 i haven't really watched it but it definitely um stands in my head and is another one much like buffy that is just kind of i think will stick with me kind of for the rest of my life number
1: three Puella magia mm-hmm. Madoka magica Go listen to our yeah, review I don't of think it. You need to, yeah. I don't need to talk about <laughs> it. Go back in our archives. Gen Urobuchi story: girls with magic powers dealing with the horrific reality of their actions.
0: Go watch the uh, the original trailer for it, and then go watch. Yes, the first movie.
1: watch the yeah. original trailer, and then dive in, not yeah. knowing anything. Exactly. Number two.
0: Number two. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, oh awesome! Dragon Ball Z was uh, my first love for shonen,
1: and then it never stopped. I have a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z hoodie right now. Oh, I didn't notice. It's Master oh, it's mr. Roshi. Roshi. Yeah. Skin colored, too. So yeah. I like it. Mine is Steins Gate, okay. which we watched for the podcast. Steins
0: Gate almost made my list. Awesome. Yes. Uh, science fiction comedy that flips. It's very good, yes. Uh, my number one, Death Note. should be a surprise to nobody because I, I think I've talked about it a number of times. But
1: Great friggin' yeah. OP.
0: Uh Oh, oh my yeah. God. And then on top of that, that was one... Um, it's just kind of a theme in my list where uh, it was the first time where I've kind of taken anime seriously.
1: Yeah. No surprise to anybody? You want to guess what my number one
0: is? I don't know. What is it? Neon Genesis Evangelion. You know, yeah. that's a shocker.
1: Go, go, go <laughs> listen to Well, you don't, you don't have to listen to our review. Go watch it and form your own opinion.
0: Go listen to um, any any podcast of ours and, and you'll see And you'll hear me yours. mention
1: this show once or twice. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. How about OP's? What's your favorite uh,
0: Number uh, Okay, my favorite, Cowboy Bebop Tank. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have Kuso Mesorogiri from Mirai Nikki, the mm. first, first one. Mm. Serious business, especially once you get into that story and you're like, oh, my God. Buckle have up. you watched Mirai Nikki yet? I have not, no. Get to work. All right. We'll have to do that for a... Uh, retro
0: see that's a, like part of it is half of the stuff i'm like oh, i'm gonna go watch yeah that. we'll do that for a i feel retro. like retro yeah i've now watched
1: it like eight times so i'll watch it again
0: full metal alchemist is another one that i've been thinking about watching but i think it's only the that's one. only two seasons right yeah so yeah. i'm like well we might do that yeah forever. i watched
1: it once it's great yeah go ahead
0: uh so then number oh that was cowboy bebop was my number one oh by oh, the way so oh, oh. i'm going backwards you're going backwards so I, okay. I messed up three was uh evangelion op okay cool angel ceases that's my number one. that's your number one yeah uh, yeah. okay what's your
1: what's your number two number two hacking through the gate dun 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 stein's gate okay so good
0: oh i can't do the noise number two for me is uh, <laughs> it's horrible but well, it's um, nothing
1: horrible it's your opinion
0: no like my opinion of it is it is horrible <laughs> but it sticks with me and i like find myself constantly singing it um probably once a week uh Yu-Gi-Oh! english op before tell you what that is <laughs> well i'll send you it it's it's not good but it is uh it is like a like it's just stuck in my head i don't know if it's just because i watched it as a child or whatever
1: your move is that what it says yeah, yeah, that's yeah that's amazing like,
0: it's time to it's horrible but it's 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 uh my number two and
1: then your number one is my number one i already did it okay yeah cruel angel Thesis. amazing Frank, top video games in your head right now. Go
0: top video games. Number three, Zelda link to the past. I think that that game is perfect.
1: Excellent game. Mine is the original fantasy star. Oh, okay. It's my first exposure to, uh, uh, JRPG. Hmm
0: here uh that'll be showing up at my number one but my number two is mm-hmm. halo 2 which was my uh the original fantasy store? no no jrpg I'm, no, sorry. I'm sorry number two is halo 2 i played this semi competitively which means that i basically made money off it but not enough to retire as a young 16 year old and i spent <laughs> a lot of time playing this game so yeah halo 2
1: my number two is near automata oh it's amazing game
0: you got to play past a ending
1: yeah a b, a, b c a, b, yeah up to number keep 26 going,
0: keep going yeah good, uh number one for me jrpg final fantasy nine okay mine's seven. Oh, okay yeah. yeah nine was like um i've played this one twice now i've played almost all the final fantasies uh, a couple different times but nine is i think it's a great story and I've, I've really enjoyed it
1: i never finished games you know that right yes i've never finished final fantasy seven you get to that point where you have to go pay uh fight step of Roth, yeah. Roth, and uh I was like, uh, let me hop on the Chocobo and try to get all the weapons. And then I stopped. That was the beginning of me not finishing video.
0: That was the beginning of you having this habit of going off I'm in a straying side. Straying off and never. not doing. Yeah, that
1: <laughs> was the beginning. Frank, if you were to list your top food, what would you say?
0: Oh, Start with number three this time. Though. Okay, I'm going to start with number three this time. Number three,
1: it's pizza. Well, well, yeah. Pizza's number three I mean It's, it's a standard, standard, man, man, it's right? standard. Yeah. Mine's handmade pasta My father makes Handmade ravioli It's amazing Okay What's your number two
0: My number two Is breakfast in general
1: All breakfast, breakfast foods of All breakfast, breakfast food, food. Food foods
0: Because I'll tell you what Lunch overrated and most of the times if you're eating a good lunch you're eating something that's probably meant for dinner or breakfast anyway right or just a sandwich which is fine but breakfast in general if i really had to narrow it down probably bacon egg and cheese <laughs> fucking
1: love bacon egg and cheese bro delicious. <laughs> delicious uh my number two is ramen oh okay I had the best ramen in the world i found hey terracala i went it's pretty damn good yeah in philadelphia okay. in chinatown Pretty damn good. I recommend it. Shout out. Uh, get there between five and five thirty. It's the magic hour. That's when the. No That's there. when up we showed up and nobody was there, and then all of a sudden a line piled in at five thirty. And you're like, ah. and I was like, yes. Got okay, your number one. Number one chicken parm. Good call. Chicken My favorite, parm. along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Fried chicken. Ah. Deep fried goodness. Yeah. Love it.
0: I put any variation of that. So takatsu don. Yeah, but it's just fried chicken in general is delicious. All
1: right. Which favorite animals, Frank?
0: Favorite animals number three. <laughs> chinchillas
1: okay chinchillas mine is a mantis i love mantises oh okay creatures of the animal kingdom So this is why
0: you switched i did because i realized
1: there's only one mammal that i really like there's uh
0: for those of you who don't know there was an initial draft that just said animals yeah and And i I was like that sounds like
1: that sounds like mammals (laughs) i don't know i don't really like mammals number two bears oh
0: I love bears. I was big into pandas (laughs) when I was a child, and then it just
1: kind of evolved, and now I just like bears. You know, if you eat bear, you have to cook it well done, because it has some kind of bacteria that can cause you to get sick. Really? Yeah. I always think of that bear guy, too. Bear girls? No, the one that got eaten by the
0: bear. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like it's just uh, whatever. He's like, I love bears. Yeah. Oh God, they're killing Yeah. Me. He was like, yo, oh, I'm just going to be best friends with these bears. People don't understand them. And then they totally understand them. They killed them. Made That's by
1: Werner Herzog, who was in the Mandalorian. Right? Go He's watch. it. Man- it's actually really good. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. Spoiler alert. Uh, mine nice. are octopi. Oh, wow. I am a Lovecraftian. I'm yes. a huge Lovecraftian. So if you got tentacles, I'm a fan. Number one. Number one. cat. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Do you have a, a number one though?
1: Please. <laughs> if anybody knows me, they, knows I, they know I love my cats. I have two of them.
0: Yeah. I feel like it, you, you're either one or the other. You're a cat or you're a dog person. Um, and I feel like that's probably going to be most people's number ones is either cats or dogs.
1: And yeah. I just love
0: cats. Yo, let's chill. I don't have to deal with you. Nope. Sometimes I deal with you. But whatever, man. Well, my it's cats cool. never leave
1: me the hell alone. though. Oh, okay. Oh, my cool. female cat, as soon as I sit down, I'm like, oh, God, leave me alone. And she comes and just lays next to me and wants me to slap her butt. <laughs> All right, here we go. Top comic books, manga, or graphic novels. Okay. Our last category. Last category. Go ahead. Here we go. Uh,
0: number three is Bleach.
1: Okay, excellent. Which
0: I had actually read twice because um, I had read it once and somebody recommended it to me. And it was such a long period of time that I had forgotten that I had read it and didn't realize until about halfway through the second read through that I was like, oh, I've read this already. Bleach
1: number three. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Walter Simonson's Thor. Oh, it's great. Eighty Thor is amazing. It's his, a great. Run. His art style is amazing. Where he would do his is it onomatopoeia? What sound words?
0: Yes, onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. Yeah. He
1: would do them. and It would take up half the board, and it would all be these.
0: They've recently shiny. done complete collections. I actually just I read saw it. it. It's a last... little expensive. Though. Yes, I still
1: good. have them somewhere in storage. All the originals.
0: His stuff is it's like my very stepfather has them, so I might never see him. Fantasy that's that's
1: good yeah yeah it's based in the myths right except for the executioner with the machine guns which was in the latest store there you go once that, again comic marvel always going back to the old good stories the good stuff yeah got number two number two fables which was done by oh, that's a great book. um yeah it's uh, about a group of
0: fables that live in the mundy world the mundane world where we exist so they're kind of hiding out there's a big bad um all your favorite fables check it out
1: Tokyo Ghoul is mine for number two. The Mm -hmm. original Tokyo Ghoul. Amazing art. Great story. Character development's great. There's a huge cast. They all look fantastic.
0: My number one. I spread this out. So Mm -hmm. this is a superhero comic. My favorite. Superman. Red Sun which is an alternate take. I have super that Man.
1: or had it. it's once again in storage and I'll never see it again. Yes. I know that one.
0: It's great. Alternate story of Superman. Instead of him landing in Kansas, he lands in Soviet Russia. Yes, exactly. And then, uh, he is the champion of the people. Yes. The workers. So he,
1: Cause you know, socialism. So evil. Yes. Yeah, so evil,
0: but that's the thing. So, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. It's four issues. Um, it's like it's great, super cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely
1: check it out. Mine is I'm a stand for this guy, so Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Oh yeah. It's my favorite of all time. I could still go back and read it. Even the individual standalone stories I would love. I will get behind that one. It's very good. Floronic Man. He made Floronic Man somebody. <laughs> that's all we got, right for that? Yeah, I think. Alright. I love lists. Lists are fun. How about some listener questions? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Guess what? You're still gonna have to wait to get the giveaway. Listener questions. <laughs> send us questions on Instagram and Twitter or email us at nutaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them on the air. Non-related, non-anime related question. Mm-hmm. We, we encourage everybody to send us anything.
0: Yeah, anything.
1: Yeah. But I heard both of you talk about being business owners. Did you?
0: Yeah, Did you, I'm, well, I mean, I guess technically I am because I got the real estate. You're your own boss. I have the, you're definitely your then, own boss. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, what led you both to go down that route? And what, what are your thoughts of the pros and cons of being a business owner? Uh,
0: so I'll say, yeah, in terms of the comic book shop, I have an overall bar, boss, but I do the day-to-day stuff. So I don't have too much like uh, oversee and stuff like that, which is why I've remained in that position for so long because I get, I think, all the positives and none of the negatives. Right. I don't have to worry right. about like paying employees or paying the bills or anything like that. I do do the uh, side business as board games, which is, uh, just something I kind of fell into that kind of worked out just because I have the, um, kind of the people there with comics. So board games go hand in hand and the real estate stuff, which is another thing I just kind of fell into. Um, and I know enough people where it makes sense. I enjoy not planning my own hours and making my own money feels good to not make money for other people. Um, but there's a lot of negatives. It's hard to um, distance yourself from your work. I think, especially if you're somebody who works kind of independently and not necessarily in one place. What about you, Jim? I know you have a lot more experience than I do with this.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm part of a group of owners. It's not just me. I'm the I'm the operating guy. So I do the day to day work and everything like that. So I'm more of the minority owner, but everything falls in my lap to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big con, right? Is that when it comes down to it, I have to figure everything out. And if things go wrong, I have to figure out a, I can't rely on someone. That's, you know, being your own boss, you often can't rely on someone else. to yeah. Do things, especially if you're a smaller business, you don't have an HR department or you don't have, you know, accounting or you have an accountant and you have to wait for him to get back to you. The
0: buck stops with you.
1: That's all me. What's the positives positives. I'm control my own destiny. And also I'm in a situation where I'm like, if we feel like, if I feel like closing and doing something else, I can do it. Just do I mean, it. I just be like, I'm this.
0: That sort of thing is cool. And that's just sort of something that I wish I, uh, exercise a little bit more just cause you're like, it's hard, especially I'm sure in your regards where it's like, when do you stop working? But you can also be like, Hey, I'm supposed to wor- be working right now. I don't have to, if right. I don't want to, I'm not feeling well today or right. something like that. But I mean, especially in American culture, it's kind of like frowned, frowned upon to be right. like, Oh no, you're supposed to be working. You should be working right, right. now.
1: It's I, like, uh, don't. I only bartend there two days a week now, sometimes two days a week, sometimes only one day a week. And a lot of times, you know, you're doing it like your salary. I'm in there just to make sure shit's going right or things don't go wrong. So right. I'm not necessarily getting paid. I'm getting paid on the overhead, but I'm not necessarily receiving wage or tips or anything. So at times you just, you know, you got to be there. You got to be in the building.
0: Was it hard for you to kind of switch that mentality
1: to being like, to trust other people? That was the big one.
0: The trust. Yes. Was the biggest trust. Thing. Trusting yeah.
1: people to do, like, I'm still like, I had a breakdown, not necessarily a breakdown, but I was talking to my wife about it. And I was just like, you know, at times you just think, why don't I just do this myself? Why do I rely on anybody else? Everybody else. No offense, but uh, you you think in your anger that Mm -hmm. everybody's an idiot, sure, but they're not. They just don't know the way you think. And sometimes people, if they're not inside your head, they're not going to know exactly how you want things.
0: Yeah. And it's hard to kind of distance yourself from your own thoughts and be like, oh, they might not you know, like you said, understand they're not, it. They're not you. You're <laughs> like, well, this is how it should go. And you're like, well, did I really communicate that properly? Right. Or you I know.
1: think I communicate pretty well, but what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's t- tough to find good help these days. And plus I also work in a business where a lot of people do it part time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause we're not necessarily, we don't, yeah, it's part time, part time. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's all I got. That's cool. But that's the positives and the negatives for me. Uh, and also if you're a trepidatious and you're thinking about starting your own business and your whole thing is you're afraid to let go of what you have there's only one way to do it and my advice for everybody just take a chance man
0: yeah, That's Lead true. do the you job
1: know. try on your own try something right
0: yeah positive yeah. gym I love I try, it try man you know just do it you know like Nike said famous
1: historian Corp- Nike fa- famous corporate entity <laughs> Talking about small business. Let's talk about Nike's advice. <laughs> uh, All right, you ready for this big giveaway? Yeah, I know let's there's do people it. that listen to us talk, or they just skip through the whole podcast to get to this point.
0: This podcast was a little bit longer than normal, too. So it almost seems like we're yeah, it doing seems it. like we're <laughs>
1: dragging it on on purpose. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for this? This is our big giveaway. Here it is. I'm about to hit the r- random button. I'm watching him do it too. Here we, we go. I, I got everybody Tom in the list. If right. you Reposted more, multiple times. I got you in there multiple times. So here we go, three, two, one. Send. The winner is Jerayaser Durag. There you go. Congratulations. We'll be reaching You're the out. big winner. I'll reach out through we'll reach out to you through Instagram. And there you go. You won. And I'll send it to you. I'll get your your information.
0: It was that simple. So if we ever do something in the future. Just realize how easy that was. It's so
1: easy. All you have to do is spread it around. Spread the word. Spread our gospel during this time of the birth of our Lord. Uh, Or whatever religion you believe in. Yeah, you know
0: what? Whatever. Uh, I'm not a religious man. I'm not either. But that's a whole topic
1: that... (laughs) That we could jump into on another podcast. We could jump into, baby. On another podcast that's not an hour and a half long. All right. That's all we got, rent. That is all we have. That was some listing. Congratulations to our winner, once again, Jirayaserd. I hope I said that right. I might have said it totally wrong. Either way, you'll get contacted. Yes. You'll be contacted. And we'll have another giveaway in a few months. Yes. All right. thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at newtakucast. Send our send us questions and show requests. Our email is newtaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them all on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And Gumbate. Gumbate. Do your best, people.